Live. Live on. Live on set. And welcome to another episode of Live on Set. Live on Set, the weekly pop culture podcast where I'm talking film, music, sports, television with my friends, family, and people I meet along the way. For episode 87, we are still checking that box, a little bit of the friends, a little bit of the family category, welcoming back for her season five appearance, the first lady of Live On Set, Taylor Orlando is back. Taylor, my lady, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. We're, uh, we actually have another special guest, the uh, seven-month-old fetus that I'm carrying along here so if things get rough at any point in time just know that's why sure glad to have you both on i can say that with this being the second episode of december as we're winding down season five the next couple episodes are going to be two people as well so this is going to be great Um, sounds just just right i can look back in time and say that not only have you been on this show before, because I said in the intro, as you were the first lady of, of live on set, you were the first woman that um, I had the honor of uh, having on set, but you've also been on the show a couple of times. So we have talked about Halloween briefly and how much it meant to you. We talked about for the Orlando listeners, uh, the gem that is the Fashion Square Mall. Oh, yes. We have talked Justin Timberlake. We have talked Lemon Drops. We have talked Ted Lasso. We have talked <laughs> all so good things. All so good, many things. good things. So many pop culture things. But we're going to talk about a show today that is sweeping the nation. It is. My God. My God. Setting Netflix records. It is breaking Stranger Things records that Stranger Things, I think, broke its own records originally and then it continuously. Right breaking 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 but to take the suspense out of it even though it was a suspenseful show at times oh my at times i cannot wait to talk about netflix's hit show wednesday with the perfect guests to do it so taylor (laughs) how did you feel about the show what did you like about it let's start there okay so i want to start with the fact that when these photos or whatever started leaking out with like Catherine Zeta Jones and everything going on in the cast. I was kind of perturbed because I was like, why the F would they cast these people? Because in my mind, I was thinking more of like a film. I wasn't thinking of a series Mm. and there wasn't, I mean, I didn't read any context. I just kind of saw things and, you know, passed over it. Mm-hmm. So I didn't realize that there was the show coming out. Yep. I thought it was more of a movie. And I'm like, well, this is a huge mistake. <laughs> and then, uh, I don't know, maybe it was like, I don't remember when they released it. But immediately when it released, it showed in my like suggested whatever. Yep. And I'm like, hmm, what is this? Yep. And then I immediately started watching it and immediately was captivated but definitely like I haven't been able to get through many shows quickly lately just because of current situations having a three-year-old and you know working and being pregnant I might have taken 
less than a week to finish the entire thing. Yep. So, I mean, I loved all of it. Yeah. We have watched some shows <clears throat> like the last season of Game of Thrones, um, you and uh, my good friend, but also I think you know him better than me or you are more accustomed to him and his lifestyle, your husband, Ryan. We watched the a majority of the last season of Game <laughs> of Thrones where it was just a huge, huge deal, right? But I, I don't know of many shows like streaming other than Stranger Things that we've we've talked about. Well, I mean, Ted Lasso as well. But this show, there's so many things that we have talked about, whether it's Harry Potter or just how a big fan of you are or like of reading or books or anything. This show was everything that I needed when I was desperately looking for a new show. It checked off every box that I was looking for. But when it ended, I wanted more. And I can't. Yeah, like I need more like now. Right. <laughs> like yesterday, I did more. Yeah. And it, I don't know, because it was only how many episodes? Eight? Eight. I just, I don't know. I needed more. But I always feel that way after a good series. That's when you know it was good. Yeah. I think with Netflix, especially with it being a Netflix original, almost every Netflix original, I'd even put it in the 90, 95 plus percent category of it always gets renewed for a second season, even if the show might not be great. And yeah. with with this show being as big as it is, it's kind of like, when are we going to hear that it gets renewed? And yeah, uh, I'm curious to like uh, hear your opinion on like favorite characters and what like what you thought of the show in general. But I want to start with: Did you get any like Harry Potter vibes at all when when you watched this show, or was it not? I guess like that at all. I guess like when I when you say that, and I think about it now, I can see the correlation. But I feel like while watching it, it was it was different enough for me that I didn't really like that didn't come into play for me. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, I can see the connection, you know, the boarding school, the weird shit going on. Yeah. That kind of thing. And I guess probably the reason why I didn't make the connection while watching is because the characters are nothing like anything in here. Like the characters don't yeah. cross for me. Yeah. At least I didn't feel like it. Which, speaking of characters, like Wednesday, one hundred percent MVP. One hundred percent. I mean, the whole the whole cast, I feel like, was great. Yeah. But she just had that way about her that she needed to have, and it was like, it was perfect. Yeah. There is something that came out after the show released it was during the first week where uh, the actress who plays wednesday adam jenna ortega who i'm a, i don't think i've ever talked to you about this but i mentioned on the show a couple of times since you've been on last i've gotten really into the uh movie franchise screen which is a whole other conversation i won't get into that because yeah. i want to talk about wednesday but jenna ortega is one of the two leads in the new scream so she's been in the uh -huh. first one which came out last year she's which, been the one that comes out of March. How old she is I think she's 20 or 21. Okay. Yeah. Cause she, and, like, I like recall like seeing her. I mean, I've seen her, but I don't remember like what 
I've seen her in. Yeah. And there's a lot of things, like if you were to pull up like her IMDb or look at <laughs> things that she's been in, there's things that you'd recognize her from, even if you don't remember her in the movie, but the titles you would for sure know. But there was something that came out the week that it was released. I'm not sure if you caught on to this or maybe you'll, I'll just get to the point. She doesn't blink in any of her shots when oh, it's like just her, her and her face. And I think, and I'm not sure if it's the entire show or if it's just like the close-ups because you know how like she does so well with her facially in regards to what she brings to the character because I think this goes without saying, I don't think anyone else could have played the role as well as she did. I agree with that. And um, which For sure. Me... Thinking about anybody like right now, like not relevant, but like anybody in that kind of like age frame. Yeah. With this setting that they created i agree with that yeah and bringing back in just a little bit of the harry potter comparison it's kind of like a little bit of yes and a little bit of no so wednesday like evermore comparing evermore to hogwarts right hogwarts yeah. you have to you know take the train platform nine and three quarters you got to get there right whereas this particular town like if you were my mom you could drop me off at school but behind right. the gates like things can happen, but right. people go into the nearby town, whereas Hogwarts, like, that's not a thing, it's but within Hogwarts, yeah. like, it's, there are towns within close proximity to Hogwarts that are not in the outside world, so, which we kind of get in, I think it's, like, Prisoner of Azkaban or kind of later in, in into the, you know, eight books and in, in nine films, but for Harry yeah. Potter, but the one thing about just, like, imagination-wise is, like, your imagination, my imagination, the imagination that we had as kids to adults to where we like, and the older we get, like your imagination, like if you're listening in the audience is priceless. So like when I think of like my imagination, if I was a student at Evermore, it's one of those situations where their reality is so different, but then they live in the reality of everything else. And so that's kind of easy to pick up on when they go into the town and they come back. But the one thing I that kind I kind of like that I kind yeah. of like that connection to reality mm-hmm. like it made it seem more um like current yeah and I think they they do touch on like especially when they go into the town the reason why she goes into the town is either to go to the sheriff station but more importantly for her to see her therapist so like the whole yeah. therapist psychiatrist that's very relevant now a lot of people yeah you know, do seek therapy or talk to people for a variety of reasons. So a little bit of like commonality with us yeah. in the audience watching, right? But right. I think the one thing that it really did so well is, is even like when you're in school or like maybe like if you were going to summer camp, if you had like a like sleepaway camp or something, like if you were to have a cool group of friends or people that you would meet, like I kind of got that vibe a little bit with right. with, with with Wednesday, but the adventures that she goes on being so independent and then over time, like her sidekick just being a hand is one thing, but then also <laughs> the relationships that she sort of builds and gains yeah. throughout the eight episodes is something really special too. So I just like, I really hope that we Yeah, can. And I think it's relatable too for a lot of like younger, you know, just people in our generation who might not, be able to make those kinds of connections and i don't know i just thoroughly enjoyed it yeah. i also need to um 
mention Brienne of Tarth. I was going there next. Yep. <laughs> okay. Because that bitch killed it. Oh my god. Right. Like I loved every scene she was in. I'm like, wow, I'm so impressed with you. Like, because it's so different from what she's been cast as, I feel like, sure. prior to because she's oh, yeah. gargantuan, but she's you know, she she did it perfectly, I feel like. Right. And then just like I got I got this is the last very part thing I'm gonna do, but like her being the headmaster or the principal of Evermore versus like Hagrid where you know, Hagrid had affiliations with the school, like, growing up, and then so did, we find out that Brianna Tarth character, who plays the principal headmaster of Evermore, was Catherine Zeta-Jones, who is uh, Wednesday's mom, like, they were roommates when they went to the school, yeah. like, there's so many little things that all play, you know, a very big part in the show. Um, yeah. I was gonna say, if you were to take away Wednesday completely out of it, the character herself, who was your favorite slash least favorite character because i was going to kind of start that with with uh brianna tarth but she was not my favorite but she was very good for the show she was very good for the show i don't know um i feel like my least favorite and it's gonna be easily you know probably accepted maybe not i don't know the freaking what was he called what was the the hide yeah what was his name? I'm, I'm, this is I'm checking. Yep, I'm checking stats. Hold on. Brain for you. But he was my least Tyler. favorite. And Tyler. And mainly Tyler. because I I think I wanted when I wanted something different for Wednesday for her to be like interested in. Yeah. And I don't know why, but I just never really came to like love his character. Right. Um favorite though aside from wednesday i think would have to be morticia like Catherine zeta jones like i think right (laughs) she just like it was good for me no she's great and and then her 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 younger brother that was so well cast but then also like louise guzman guzman who plays gomez like that was great cast as well yeah i think and then which i know people were upset by that but i feel like he was perfect he was great and My favorite character, other than Wednesday, is Eugene. So Eugene, oh. who Wednesday meets the guy like with and, and like the the beekeeper and is in the club of his own, does his own thing, and then he yes. turns into like you I know. Forgot about him. Yes. So he turns into be one of the heroes of the show. Like yes. he was great, and he was he and, was a bad at the end, and he was just like so necessary to the show. Yeah. And and I I it just goes back to the whole thing of, of, of wanting more. But Yes, and it made that connection with Wednesday showing that like softer side as well. Right. Treating him like her brother, you right. know, like it was it was nice to see. Yeah. <laughs> I love how I'm talking about them like I'm like friends with them. It's fine. Sure, sure, sure. Fine. With with how the sh- with how the season like unfolded with the twists and turns and sort of like misdirection with various things like when when the show starts and Wednesday she comes in and the Raina Tarth like the headmaster is talking about like how obviously they they the students live on campus but then also they have classes and they also have other activities and yeah very quickly you find out that like 
the sport of fencing is going to be a part of it. So with her fighting in combat, the person she fights off against because someone that you think is going to be one of those villains, right? And they right. sort of have their run-ins. But as as we as we go through what we see in season one and hopefully what we get in season two, the people who were her enemies in season one have truly, by the end of the season, have turned into allies or friends. And yes. the the one thing that's really important is you find friends in like the most like unlikely of places, even though it's kind of forced because you're in the place you're in the, this particular like place for so long. The one thing that I noticed a lot with, with Wednesday that we really didn't like get as much with, with Harry Potter. That's a bad example because Harry Potter, we was our childhood. It's like eight consecutive, nine consecutive years. But with Wednesday, yeah. what I've realized is like, kind of like going off to college where I didn't know any of my roommates. I didn't know any yeah. of these people. And then you're kind of forced to interact yeah. with these people. But over time, they come so like a part yeah. of your, your life. Right. Yeah. And I think the one thing with this show that really stuck out to me is Wednesday with how she lives her life. What I'm talking about, like being forced into meeting these, these like classmates of hers. Right. Like one would stand out in every sort of crowd, but like she's the opposite of everybody. So over time, when she's the opposite of everybody, you know, she over time has to change to like inevitably like figure out who is destroying this campus and killing all of these people. And I think that obviously, you know, all said and done, the most developed character is is Wednesday, but I look forward to seeing like the other adventures that she will will go on in seasons to come so i guess 100 yeah so the next question that i have would be is were you surprised at who the hide was did you see it coming i like kind of had my questions but to be honest no like i thought it was what's his face the whole time xavier the artist yeah so I, there was a lot of... Because like, they kind of freaking looked alike. Like, he kind of looked, like, buggy-eyed and, like, yeah. hunchy. Definitely yeah. true. Definitely true. I thought that... I definitely thought there was a chance that it could have been Tyler, but as time went on, I thought that it was a therapist. Oh, so I was I thought by... Maybe, like, was it the second to last or, like, when it started to pick up? Yeah. I'm like, this bitch is, what's her face? Right. I actually, I didn't think she was the hide. I thought she was the one controlling the hide, the family member mm -hmm. was actually really Christina. Right, right, right. So. But all tangled. Right. And I think. In a beautiful web. Oh yeah. And like, I've gotten into so many of these thrillers and suspenseful sort of shows over the past couple of months where I know that when a show starts like this, regardless if it's like a three episode, like long miniseries show or like a miniseries, like a longer show like Wednesday is that everyone is a suspect and everyone's a part of it. But you can tell very clearly on like who's zero percent is the person that is killing these people or is the, or is the villain. Right. But I think this show for at least for season one, that if it was 10 episodes versus eight, I'm worried that some things would have dragged a little bit because I think that they got into enough every episode of what we needed to know. So there was no plot holes, which I think 
is another reason why the, the show is so good. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And I feel like the hallmark of a good series is like you're literally like angry that there's yeah. not more. Yeah. So I will say that selfish reasons for wanting more, but really there didn't need to be. Sure. Would, would, would you say that this show, I know you talked about how um, quickly you were able to get through it, but would you say that this show is, is one of your favorites of the years that one of your favorites of, of recent uh, history? 100%. Yeah. And I don't, if it was just like you said like it was the right timing for it and like you really were looking for something and it it, like just came along perfect timing like that might be part of it but it was just different than anything else that I had been watching and it was just I loved it yeah so one of the last questions I want to ask you is I I think for as quick of like a Instagram reel or anything you see online, like just very quick is the iconic dance that she does at the, the equivalent of like the homecoming or, or prom or whatever they have at Evermore, right? This annual thing, right? Yeah. Amazing. So there was one thing that came out this week that when they filmed it, they, they filmed all of this on location, uh, the set they built. Um, but the exterior is in like Romania, I think. So it was pretty cool. But this this dance that is just going to stand the test of the show, if they have anything in the future, like if they're at school and they come back for another school year, I wonder if this is something like that particular dance is going to play sort of a theme in seasons to go. But two things. One, she had COVID the day she filmed it. Okay. Number one. And then number two, she did the entire dance herself. Like it was self-choreographed. Unreal. Unreal, that right? And, and then when it goes back to like, obviously there's a lot of action-packed sequences throughout the eight episodes, but the scene that stands out the most for me, and I think sort of the one the scene that's the most talked about is this particular dance. So when I brought up earlier about how she didn't blink, it started with that. And then it kind of made me think of more and more and more, but that dance is so iconic. And, and this is someone who, like I said, it's been in some other movies and some other TV shows, but like Jenna Ortega is is the next star. And um, I'm glad that like this show's a hit because she has this whole other, like there are people who I know that have watched the show that are older than us that love it. And I think that because that out of family connection, but also, you know, this girl's a star for sure. Yeah, she's amazing. She did She did everything she needed to do and then some, for sure. Love I it. mean- I was wondering myself, I'm like, I want to know who the F choreographed this. Yeah. And then you started talking about it. I'm like, maybe she can just made it up herself. Yeah. That's great. Well, I just need to know, because you're better at this than I am. Mm-hmm. What is the talk of the town? Are they saying that it's going to be like another one down the pike soon? Are they saying it's going to be like a while the what has been put out there is that they've been having discussions about season two and where they want to take the story, but they haven't announced anything officially. But I think that for this being a one and done, I don't think it's possible. They definitely set it up for there to be another, at least another season or story. Um, but if you look at the big, oh, excuse me, the big Netflix shows since Netflix has been around, 
like starting with House of Cards, which only went like five or six seasons. Ozark, which went four, four and a half. I know The Crown is on five or six. You watched The Crown? I've watched a couple of episodes. Nothing. nothing no, crazy. I. No. You? I haven't been able to yeah. go down the road. I'm not sure I want to yet. But I'm not sure I'm interested enough. Yeah, I mean, with it being so much of history, I mean, I I understand how the the appeal and the the praise and critical acclaim that it has surrounding the show and and behind it, but. Um, maybe one day. I did watch a couple of episodes after watching another show where someone just was happened to be British. So I was like, I'll give this a try. So Okay. Um, but no, that's that's really everything with, with Wednesday. I know with all these streaming shows right now, there's so much that's coming out and there is another show that we might enjoy as much and we can talk about as like we got for Wednesday, but Wednesday definitely for me stands out of the best show that I've seen in a while, the one that I got the most out of it, that is the first season, like the first show of its kind. So it's really exciting. So you were definitely my go-to to not only bring it up to ask if you would watch it, but then also to talk about it. Yeah, I loved it. But I am kind of spooky gal. So I don't know if the kind of, but I also feel like people that are not, that I've talked to really yeah. enjoyed it. So I don't know that's the Adams family connection or like just being like a timeless, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, for sure. Or, like you said, like different, different generations enjoy this. And it's like, I don't know if it's because of Wednesday or if it's just the connection, but yeah. either way, very, very impressed. Love it. Love it. Now, this has been a quick show, and we've talked about everything that we've wanted to talk about, but I always ask the same question when I'm wrapping things up. You would have heard this question three times now. But, Milady, what are you looking forward to? Anything in the world, anything pop culture related? You've already told the listeners of Live On Set, which with you being the first lady of the show, I can say that you have helped me build the show in this audience. So what are you, your husband, and now uh, your baby yep. and your baby to be? What are you looking forward to? I really need some new I think music in my life yeah. and I also need some new movies in my life like I feel I've been disappointed in that okay. realm lately yep just in terms of like we're coming off of what is this now two years past COVID or three years past COVID or whatever we're at yeah and I just missed the like movie theater experience but I also feel like it's not because I don't want to go to the theater it's because there's nothing that's like enticing me to go to the theater interesting okay. so looking forward to avatar yeah um and that's about it okay. so i'm gonna need like some more action on that sure. side of yeah. and i don't know how you feel about that i know you're more into the goings-on than i am in the movie world but i just i don't know I need I need more. I've seen I went to the movies twice in the past two weeks. I saw the second Knives Out, which will be on Netflix and we're recording this the night of the eighth. So we'll come out two weeks after this episode comes out on Netflix, which I think you'll enjoy. Uh, but I just saw a movie called The Menu. I'm not sure if you've seen any previews uh, or anything for it. Anything good? I, I enjoyed it. Um, it was really well shot. The cast was good. 
but there's a lot of movies that are coming out, not just Avatar. So there's a lot of movies as we kind of get into this, like me being the whole movie nerd kind of uh, part of my life about Golden Globes and Oscar push. So there's a lot of stuff that um, hasn't come out yet because it's just done the West Coast thing released first and we'll finally get it probably closer to Christmas. Yeah. But, yeah, but that. I mean, like from what I've seen of what's coming out, I just haven't been like as excited, yeah. I feel. And I, I think, and, and, and I mean, you're right. I mean, you're 100% right. Like, I'm not saying that just to agree with you to, to move on. I, I really mean it because we are now in this sort of this post-COVID where productions were kind of crazy. And there's a lot of stuff that wasn't getting funded and getting picked up to do things that are kind of getting done now or being finished up now. So maybe maybe 2023 is, is what gets you, you know, uh, back so in the theater when the time is right. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm looking forward to it. Yep. Love it. This has been tremendous as always. I have said this few times on the show, but I, I honestly mean it more than ever. I'm trying to remember the last time I saw you in person, but for the, for the listeners of this show, I record, this is 87 and 83 of them have been recorded via zoom. The others have been in person with microphones that my friend Connor just happened to bring to the place that we did it. and for one of my favorite people that exists on this planet, I'm talking to Taylor, my guest this week. I don't think I've seen you in probably six months, but we talked for two seconds when Zoom started. You said, let's ready to rock, let's do it. And this is just, this episode is a product of a good friendship because we picked up where we left off and this has oh. been easily one of my favorites of the season. So thank you. Oh, show. Love it. Anytime. Thank you. Well, thank you again, Taylor, for coming back uh on season five for episode 87 but that is a wrap on episode 87 of live hey. on set. love it thank you live on set the weekly pop culture podcast where i'm talking film music sports television with my friends family and people i meet along the way thank you again to taylor we will see you next week for episode 88 of live on set have a great week and as always much love <laughs>